You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Tony, thanks for taking the time. You made some headlines last week with your report. The Browns are not enamored with any of the marquee quarterbacks. How could that impact what Cleveland does? Well, I think it's going to impact what they do this weekend. And, and that, that report was more from, uh, from the Senior Bowl and just to carry over from the Senior Bowl. And I think what they'll do is they'll, they're going to closely inspect all the top quarterbacks, both on the field but also in the interview room and, and in the medical exam room, to come to a decision is, you know, is, are they, is a quarterback worth taking with the first pick of the draft, especially when they have that fourth pick? Can they come away and take a guy like Saquon Barkley uh, with the first pick of the draft or Bradley Chubb and then wait to that fourth pick to get another quarterback? So uh, it's going to impact it, what they do this weekend to see if there's one signal caller that really separates himself from the rest of the pack in the Browns' point of view. Tony, I know when being number one in any draft is a big deal, but when, when you're a quarterback and you go into a draft knowing that the Cleveland Browns has the first spot, how overrated does that one spot become because you know going to that football team is going to be an uphill battle? Yeah, especially in the day and age of, uh, of a hard salary cap for rookies. It's not like the olden days where the top pick was getting a 65 to $70 million uh, a contract over the course of his, uh, or of course of his first contract. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure. I mean, if it's Sam Darnold, if it's Josh Allen, it's not like the uh, the Browns have an established veteran there that they're going to be able to ease a young guy in. Say, like the situation with the New York Giants that have Eli Manning. If they take a quarterback, he's not going to be required to play right away. If they take a guy right away, a quarterback right at the top, you know, more than likely he's not only going to have to play right away, but he's going to have to produce. Uh, immediately, or, or you know, you're going to start to hear the hooting and hollering. So, uh, you know, it, it, I think it is a situation where there's a lot of pressure if the quarterback is taken with the first selection, especially when you, you have to factor in uh, that franchise has needed a quarterback for uh, almost a decade now. Talking draft with Tony Pauline from DraftAnalyst.com. Tony, I appreciate what Saquon Barkley met to Penn State last year with his versatility. You watch these games. You know they used him. Coming out of the backfield, catching passes in the return game. But are you concerned? If you're looking at just the pure metrics, he only had 400-yard rushing games. No, not at all. I mean, they were a variety offense where the quarterback also ran the ball. They played in a good defensive conference. Uh, I, I mean, the guy, you know, he can take, he can run on the inside. He, he's got good power. He can pick and choose his spots. He's got great vision. He's got the speed to turn the perimeter, beat defenders to daylight, uh, beat, beat defenders in the open field to run to daylight, and as you pointed out, the versatility to catch the ball in the backfield and use it, you be used as a return specialist. Uh, you know, the fact that uh, oftentimes it seemed with Saquon Barkley it was feast or famine. He, he either had a two-yard run or he had a 25-yard run. Uh, but I, I think a lot of that was behind the uh, Penn State offensive line that was mediocre at best. I, I have no, uh, no concerns about that for Barkley at the next level. When thinking about the next level for Barkley, how big and how important it is for these first few teams? You're talking about the Cleveland Browns where there may be a chance. You're talking about the Giants where you know he's really, really needed. Indianapolis where he's really, really needed. Um, does, the, does the offensive lineman – does it, does it make a big deal when grabbing a player like a Saquon Barkley because he is dynamic, but understanding he needs protection to be able to get between those tackles, a la, let's just say, the Dallas Cowboys with Ezekiel Elliott? 
Yeah, I mean, it has to be a, it has to be a factor. And the, and the irony is, is you know, the Cleveland Browns have some good offensive linemen, so it would seem a good fit as opposed to the New York Giants, who not only would need Saquon Barkley, but also need some offensive linemen to block for him. So I, I think it's something that has you, you has to be factored in. Uh, I don't know that it's a deciding factor, but it's something for consideration. You know, it, it, you, you draft a good running back, you better open, uh, you better get some good offensive linemen to open holes for him. Just like you know, you draft the quarterback early, you better get a good, you better have a good tackle to protect his blind side. Tony, if you're thinking about other big name quarterbacks, when you look at UCLA quarterback Josh Rosen, what concerns you more: his polarizing personality or the injuries he suffered playing for the Bruins? They concern me equally. I, I mean, all things considered, if you're just going off the game film, Josh Rosen is head and shoulders the best quarterback in this draft. He, he's the prettiest passer. He's the most accurate guy. He, he really gets it between the ears better than any of the quarterbacks in this year's draft. He did a great job commanding and controlling that UCLA offense. You know, they would score 38 ga- uh, points a game in the offense, and the defense would give up 39 points a game. But when you look at his pass placement and his accuracy, it's head and shoulders above anyone in this year's draft. In fact, it's head and shoulders above uh, a number of quarterbacks that have come out the past 10 years. Uh, the personality issues, I mean, that's all in the eye of the beholder. Some teams will like it. Some, general, uh, well, some teams, it won't bother some general managers and coaches. Some general managers and coaches will stay away. The injuries are a concern, the concussions, the shoulder injury, you, you know, the fact that you've got to make sure that he's not made a glass. You know, that, that's a big red flag that a team is going to have to be comfortable with and, and say, you know what, this guy's got all this incredible passing talent, but what good is he if he's on the sidelines and he can't stay on the knee center each Sunday? It didn't hurt to have Jim Moore Jr. around from a standpoint of having that NFL experience to help out a, a Josh Rosen to get it done. But give me your take on Lamar Jackson. You know, the conversations are more about receiver than it is him playing quarterback. I disagree. I think he's going to be a quarterback at the next level. I, I think I saw, I saw improvement in his passing game. I saw a guy who was a great athlete who was definitely not a run-first quarterback. If you watch the film, he was very patient in the pocket. He didn't take off unless it was absolutely necessary. He does have to work on his accuracy down the field and on some of those longer lateral throws out to the flanks. But he's got the athleticism. He's got to fill out his frame. Still a young guy. But you know what? If you're patient with him and you coach him correctly, you get a good quarterback coach in there, I think he's going to be a productive NFL quarterback. Tony Pauline, DraftAnalyst.com, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Let's jump over to the other side of the football. Which defensive player at any position do you have the most confidence in this draft class? Well, I want to say Bradley Chubb because, you know, he, he's the name that pops out. But I also like Deron Payne of Alabama when I watch the film on him. I mean, he's a guy who's a playmaker at 320 pounds. He can occupy the gaps. He can take on the blockers and allow teammates to make plays. He's a terrific athlete, caught a touchdown pass in one game, rushes the passer, but does a lot more than just pin his ears and run up the field. He stays with his assignments. He plays disciplined football. Uh, he does what he has to do. I think this guy is really being undervalued. He's probably not going to go in the top ten, but he's going to be a great value down the road. Baker Mayfield, is it all hype or is he legit like most say he is? I think it's somewhere in between. I hate to be diplomatic about that. I, I, you know, I, I just, I'm concerned about Baker Mayfield's next level uh, uh, abilities. I, I, I'm concerned with the fact that, yeah, he was an electrifying quarterback to watch on Saturday. He, he did a great job improvising when plays broke down. He made plays in the pocket as well as outside the pocket. 
My concern with Baker Mayfield is a lot of the things that he got away with on Saturday, he's not going to be able to do on Sunday. You, you know, some of the way he, he, thread, he threaded the needle on uh, Saturday, not going to be able to do that against uh, NFL defensive backs. If you watched it on film, and I viewed it firsthand at the senior ball, doesn't have a big arm. His deep passes tend to hang in the air, and more often than not, I saw receivers who were open down the field basically having to slow up in routes and wait for the ball to get to him. Kind of reminded me of Johnny Manziel. I, I think with Baker Mayfield, he's going to have to be willing to play in the pocket, to play in a disciplined uh, disciplined NFL type of offense to be successful at the next level. I think he can be successful at the next level. I think it's going to take a lot of coaching. It's going to take a lot of discipline on his end. Tony, we appreciate the insights. Thanks for joining us today on the NFL on TuneIn. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! The National Football League is on. Tune in.